Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, today's episode, I'm going to focus on one of those very things that I talk about in every intro. How I Keep It Simple in My Homeschool. Yes, it's been a long time since I've done a homeschooling episode, and I thought today would be a great time to do it because we are all gearing up for back to school, if you haven't started already. And, um... You know, I know that many of my listeners are homeschoolers. I know many are not, but I hope that this would give you a little peek into how we keep it simple, really, in our family in general, as well as our homeschool. And perhaps you know a family that is homeschooling, and this episode may be helpful for them. So I'd encourage you to pass it along. Before I get started, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is one of our favorite homeschool curriculum providers. They have everything for K to 12 online curriculum, digital curriculum, uh, traditional textbook curriculum. They have science and math and language arts and Bible. And most of all, we love Apologia because of their biblical worldview, which is uh, woven into every single subject in their curriculum. Right now, you could download a free scripture coloring and activity ebook. There's also a lot of resources for free homeschool helps over there at Apologia. You can also save up to 20% through September 7th for their back to homeschool sale. Go check out all that they offer at Apologia.com. So today, let's talk about how I keep it simple in my homeschool. You know, many of you may remember or may not, this is like going back over a decade ago, but when I first started my blog before it was even called Simply Living for Him, I uh, wrote about homeschooling and the very first thing that really kind of propelled me into the homeschool community blogging, speaking, writing world was talking about how I keep it simple in my homeschool. So I've always been a little house on the prairie girl at heart. Uh, Most of you know that I just crave the simple life. Uh, That's what I talk about here is simply living for him, getting rid of distractions so that we could hear his voice above all the noise of this world. And that, you know, is really applicable to my homeschool. Uh, early on in my homeschool journey, there was a lot of ups and downs and confusion, and I didn't know what I was doing. And I just realized, hey, the principles of my life that I want to keep things simple really apply to our homeschool. And I learned over this journey how very little, um, many of the things we as homeschooling moms stress about really matter. So when my daughter, let me let me back up actually a little bit. For those of you who may not know, especially if you're listening to this podcast for the first time because somebody passed it along to you because you're a homeschooler, I've been homeschooling. We're going on our 16th year, I believe, and um, I've been homeschooling, you know, since the beginning when I had 
my four children. Um, my oldest was just a kindergartner, and we began homeschooling back then. Um, I have an entire story about um, our journey, which you can find in the podcast archives if you go way back. Uh, it's called The Unlikely Homeschooler. I was the least likely person to homeschool. I had a lot of challenges and opposition against me, and yet God prevailed, and his plan and his purpose prevailed. And here we are, 16 years later, we've graduated two homeschoolers now and I only have two left at home which is just going to be something to get used to this year for sure Um, but two years ago when my first born my oldest graduated uh, homeschool and she was the one we started out with in kindergarten quite frankly when we started in kindergarten I went kicking and screaming I didn't really want to homeschool at all um, but here we are and loving it right and now I not only speak about it and write about it and all of that but um, anyway when we when I graduated her two years ago I wrote a blog post called my perspective on homeschooling has changed now that my daughter's at college or something like that or now that my daughter's graduated and it was like one of those viral posts because literally when she graduated all of a sudden it was like I could look back in the rearview mirror and see so clearly what mattered most on this homeschooling journey and I'll tell you this is the key to keeping it simple because when I looked back I realized None of the things I worried about, or maybe 99.99999% of the things I worried, stressed, and stayed up till 3 a.m. in the morning over, none of those things mattered. Once the journey was over, those things were, you know, just a memory. The things that did matter most had nothing to do with the academics. Family, discipleship, teaching our children about the Lord, following the Lord, building a relationship with our kids. My latest book is called The Simple Homeschool Journey, uh, building a, uh, not just, hmm, let me say that again. The Simple Homeschool Journey, um, building a family and not just a transcript. I don't know why my brain just kind of went blank on that, um, considering it's my book. But anyway, that one has received a lot of uh, positive feedback. You can get that on Amazon. It's a great book to read at the start of your year. But it was really talking about our entire journey from kindergarten until dropping her off at college and what really mattered most over the years. And that was exactly what the title says, building a family, you know, not just a transcript. I've seen the homeschool community change so much since I started homeschooling. So back, you know, when I started, like I said, 16 years ago, things were so different. Number one, I didn't have the internet, or I guess we had the internet, but I didn't have social media. I don't know that it existed, Facebook and all that stuff. I know Instagram and all that didn't exist. I guess Facebook may have existed, but I definitely didn't have it. Um, And at that time, the only information (laughs) here, I'll tell you, you know how I researched homeschooling the year that my daughter was beginning? I went to the library. I didn't go online and search out homeschool. I didn't even know like to do that. I went to the library and I took out, There were five books on the shelf and I took out those five books and I came home and I poured over them and I couldn't get enough information about this homeschooling idea. And that was a lot of information at that time for me, like these five books, they were just like filling 
me up with all this information because I really didn't know much about homeschooling back then. And um, over the years, so we decided to homeschool. I'm not going to get all into the story because it's just too long for this episode. But if you need the backstory, any of my books called Home, The Simple Homeschool Journey, um, talk about my story in there as well as the podcast episode and Unlikely Homeschooler, which I will link in the show notes so that you can refer to it quickly. Um, so anyway, you know, over the first few years, I really talk about keeping it simple. I didn't even know because I was very naive. I didn't really know much about homeschooling. I was jumping into this kind of blindly. Um, I didn't know that there was like an abundance of curriculum. I didn't know that you could go to the homeschool convention. I didn't know really what I was getting into. And at that time, like I said, social media wasn't that big yet. So at that time, if you wanted to research curriculum, there were like these websites or these forums that reviewed curriculum. And that was an abundance of information right there. But I remember, and I've told this story before, but I feel like it's so important. So if you haven't heard it, or if you have heard it, it's a reminder. Um, the first year that we were going to homeschool, a woman that I um, met at my church, she had been homeschooling and she talked to me about homeschool. And her daughter was just a couple of years older than mine. And she said to me, oh, here's our um, kindergarten curriculum if you would like it. And I was like, okay, great. And I took it home and I was like, okay, God's called me to homeschool. Somebody gave me curriculum. I'm ready to go. Mind you, I hadn't done much research. Well, I had the five books from the library, but I wasn't over there researching curriculum. Honestly, I didn't even know. I didn't know that there was an abundance. So I had this curriculum. I had read my books on homeschooling, my five books from the library. God told me to do it. And I was like, let's go. Let's do it. And then I ran into a friend and I told her I was homeschooling and she said, what curriculum are you using? And I told her which one. I said, you know, this woman at, ch woman at church gave it to me. And she said, oh, did you research any others? Like, why did you choose that one? And I was like, because she gave it to me. It's free. And because I didn't know you had a choice. And she said, oh, there's a lot of other choices. And she steered me the way of going on the internet and searching out curriculum and getting the CBD catalog, uh, Christian book distributors. And so all of a sudden I was like, oh, I didn't know I had other options. But the homeschool mom now, me, the homeschool mom now in the present looks back at that naive young mom and says, wow, I wish I had that childlike faith now. If you're listening and you've been doing this homeschooling thing a while, don't you almost feel like that naive me is a better way to be sometimes? Because I literally was stepping out in faith. I was like, okay, I've got my curriculum. God called me to this. Let's do it. I didn't know that there was other curriculum. And so I learned that there was, I started to research and I went down that rabbit hole that we all know. If you're a homeschooler, you know it. Even back then you could go down rabbit holes because there were these sites where you could review curriculum where everybody would talk about their opinions. And I just sat there like just pouring over it for hours and hours. And then you all know what happens as well. 
you can't decide because one curriculum feels good and you make the decision and then you read a negative review and then you change your mind and then you think about something else and you go on and on and on on that hamster wheel. And all of a sudden, the beautiful picture I had in my mind of this little five-year-old girl and me learning together, raising my family at home, uh, not going to school every day, teaching the Bible, spending time together, all of a sudden, that whole entire picture in my head was pushed aside because I was sitting over here trying to find the perfect kindergarten curriculum. If you want to keep it simple in your homeschool, guess what? You don't even need a kindergarten curriculum. Now, I know some of you out there, if you're brand new to this, you're like, what do you mean I don't need a kindergarten curriculum? I absolutely do. My child needs structure. They need worksheets. They're ready. And I would say to you, the best curriculum you can give your child especially when they're young, but even more so even when they're teenagers, but especially when they're young, is you, the mom. You're the curriculum to a young one because they are so curious at that age. They're going to ask you a million questions. And you know those kids that are like, why, why, why? And we're always like, oh, stop asking me why. That right there, my friend, that is how they learn. A child that's asking why, why, why? Imagine you get down on their level, you look them in the eye, and you answer those questions. You not only are filling them up with knowledge, you're engaging with them. You're building the relationship with them. And you can point to God in everything you teach them. They're like little sponges. They want to know. And they just want to look in your eye and know that you're the one that's going to answer their questions. You're the one that's going to be there for them. You're the one that's going to teach them. And so the best curriculum in those early years is a mom, you know, who engages with them, who uh, takes them on field trips and bakes with them and plays with them. And now I know you're listening out there too. That's like, oh my goodness, I can't do all that. I have, you know, two other little ones and I work part-time in the home and all that. And I get it. Sometimes we can't just do all that fun stuff, but I can assure you If you want to keep it simple in your homeschool, if you have little ones, they need very little formal learning. Sure, if you want to print out some worksheets for free online, that's a great way to keep it simple. You really do not need to invest in hundreds of dollars worth of curriculum for a kindergarten and definitely not for a preschooler. So many people ask me, what's the best preschool curriculum? And again, I'm like, you, the mom. Um, But, you know, if you want to print out some worksheets and some formal stuff so that they can like sit and have some of that time and, you know, incorporate that little bit of order and structure, which they do not need a ton of, I'm sorry, in the early years. Um, that is very good as well. Plus, if you need to get other things done, tend to the little ones. You know, we've gone through every season. I've gone through the season of having a baby uh, in the middle of our, you know, or in November of our homeschooling year. I've gone through the phase of... um, you know, having ones at one time, it was like a preschooler, an elementary schooler and a middle schooler. You know, I've had all the different age groups. We've gone through all the different seasons of life, the difficult seasons, the wonderful seasons. We've really been through it all. And the common thread to keep it simple in all things is to always keep God at the center. You must keep that perspective of what truly matters most. You know, so many people are always looking for the best homeschool curriculum, the best 
um, planner. <laughs> I was a planner addict in the early years of homeschooling. I thought, you know, I would get that new planner at the beginning of the school year and I couldn't wait to fill it in. How many of you out there get that like high over <laughs> filling in that new planner and you get this false sense of security like my year is going to be so organized and my year is going to be so great because I have this planner and I'm going to get organized and again I've done every kind of planning system in our homeschool in the early years I was planning literally every 15 minute intervals for what we were going to do then we've done other years where we're like we're not going to plan anything and at the end of the day it always ends up best where you find something right in the middle where you have like a skeleton to your day you have a rhythm I like to call it a rhythm to your day where you have um kind of like this is what we do in the morning and this is what we do in the afternoons and that kind of thing but you also are flexible to allow life to get in the way because your best teacher in your homeschool whether it's kindergarten or 12th grade is going to be real life you're going to teach your children how to live in the real world someday by living in the real world right now. So many people would say to me, how will your kids learn to live in the real world if you're keeping them home? And I'm like, the real world, to me, that's how they learn. They're, they're living in it every single day. We'll get back to that in a second. But, you know, so many people look for that perfect planner. Like I said, I was an, a planner addict, you know, changing the schedule all the time. And, you know, this organization system. I've, I've done it all. The chore charts, the meal charts, the work boxes. I don't know if that's dating me, but I don't think they do that anymore. But back when I first started homeschooling, that was the trend of the day. The work box system. You know, there's all these different things that we try to put our security in. We think that they're going to make us successful. The system, the planner, the method, the organizational system, the curriculum. And at the end of the day, your success does not rely on those things. Your success relies on a mom following God because that is the most important thing. The other things are tools that you can use to build upon the fact that you're following God in your homeschool, you're following God in your family and in your life. And the other things are tools, but unfortunately, many of us get it backwards. We think that those are the things that make us successful. So what would happen is I would fill out my new planner and we'd get, you know, September was always the best month in our homeschool. We would start off so strong, the novelty of all the new books and the brand new pencils and, you know, all that stuff. And we'd start off really really strong. And then I don't know about you, but we're about the second week in October and things start to go south. By Thanksgiving, we're all done. <laughs> and so I would realize that every year that would happen. And what I thought was, okay, well, now it's October and things are going south. It must be the system. I must have to implement a new schedule system and a new, I must need a new planner. You know, okay, so this chore chart thing isn't working. This method isn't working. Maybe the curriculum isn't working. Oh my goodness, I'm, I need to change it all up. This isn't working. But in hindsight, now that I have 16 years of this, looking back, it wasn't about the system or the method or the planner. It was me. I took my eyes off of what mattered most. 
When I first started homeschooling, like I said, God called me to. I knew that 100%. God called me to homeschool. I had my Bible and I had this curriculum someone gave me. And that was, like I said, walking in faith. And I wish I could look back at that now and say, I wish I had that childlike faith now sometimes. I didn't even look at the curriculum. I didn't even look at the system. I didn't even have a planner. I didn't know that all those things were like out there. I just thought we're going to do this. And that was really the right mindset to have, to be like every day, we're just following God wherever he leads us. And so many of us get burnt out after the first, you know, like I said, six weeks or so, because that novelty does start to wear off. But if you can look ahead, if you want to keep things simple in your homeschool, start to know your patterns. For me, I knew that was our pattern. It wasn't necessarily that the curriculum wasn't working. It wasn't necessarily that the systems in place weren't working or the planner wasn't working or the schedule wasn't working. It was just kind of human nature where you sort of, you know, start to dwindle. So then, you know, that might be a great time to take a little break or change things up a little bit, but you don't have to like turn everything on its head. You don't have to say, oh, this isn't working. Like for me in the early years, I'd be like, all right, time to get a new planner. This isn't, you know, this isn't actually what it's all cracked up to be. It took me a few years to realize, wait, this is this is sort of our um, rhythm of our year. And so if you want to keep it simple in your homeschool, number one, get a, get rid of a lot of the expectations in your head of how it's supposed to be. Because once I did get the social media and I did have Facebook and Instagram and then Pinterest came along and oh my goodness, telling me my schoolroom needed to look a certain way and my kids needed to look a certain way and our meals needed to look a certain way. Take away all of those expectations Start each day with palms up. That's one of my favorite phrases. Your open hands to the Lord. Your palms are up. Your hands are open. You don't have a tight grip on yourself or this world. And you say, Lord, I would pray this prayer for so many years in our homeschool. Lord, help me to teach my kids what you want them to learn today. And here's a side note on that. Sometimes the lessons aren't in the lesson plan book and aren't in the textbooks. They happen in real life. Help me to teach my kids what you want them to learn today. Help me to see what you want me to learn today. And then help me to do it. And so when you go into it without all these big expectations, trust me, the pictures you see on the internet of homeschool families are staged. And sometimes, yes, homeschooling does look like that. Sometimes we have beautiful, wonderful days. But I promise you that every day isn't going to look that way. And in fact, I think some of the best lessons we had in our homeschool were the days that it didn't look perfect because those were the times that we grew as a family together and we grew closer to the Lord and we learned about life because life isn't wrapped up pretty in a bow, is it? So sometimes we learn the most when things are actually the hardest. One of our best years ever in our homeschool was the year that we used our Bible as our main textbook. I have an entire e-course that I teach you how to do this. We put all the curriculum aside for an entire year of homeschool, except for math, and we did science, history, literature, language, arts, uh, writing, everything from our Bible lessons. And it was an incredible year. We learned so much. However, 
I will tell you, the interesting thing about that year is it was our most difficult year up until that point, at least, circumstantially. That year, my husband lost his job, and it was a very difficult year for our family. And it's amazing that I can look back at that and say that was our best year. Number one, we were in the Bible every single day for hours at a day, learning so much. And number two, we grew closer to the Lord more than ever that year as a family. We grew so much being in the Bible. And boy, was that a simple year. We didn't have all the bells and whistles of curriculum. I didn't have any fancy uh, planners or home decor or organizational methods because I couldn't spend any money because my husband lost his job. It was the year that we had the least, but we gained the most. We didn't have all, I didn't spend a ton of money on all the curriculum. We didn't have all the bells and whistles. We had our family, the Bible, And some really difficult circumstances. And yes, it was our best year. Isn't that how God works? If you want to know more about that, if you're interested in the um, using the Bible as your main textbook, say you just want to do it as a unit study for like a month, or you just need to take a break from the usual curriculum, I will link that in the show notes as well. Um, many, many, many people have used that e-course and have you know always given me positive feedback that they've just loved being able to do that with their kids. And again, for us, it was really our best homeschool year. So again, we had the least, but we gained the most. And that's what I talk about when I say keeping it simple in your homeschool. Honestly, that was our most memorable year because so much happened circumstantially, but we got closer to each other and the Lord and we grew as a family. Um, And it was just amazing. So remember to keep it simple in your homeschool It means you're able to focus on the things that matter most. So when I said that I wrote that blog post when my daughter graduated and all of a sudden I realized that the things that I stressed about didn't matter, I mean, I literally, like in the blink of an eye, she graduated and it was like the rearview mirror. I could see crystal clear all of a sudden, oh, those nights that I was up till 3 a.m. worrying that I wasn't teaching them enough or I wasn't choosing the right curriculum. I cannot tell you how many hours of our life or my life was wasted worrying about doing it. Am I doing enough? Is the curriculum, you know, enough? Will she be prepared? Because in the end, if you are following God and you are keeping your eyes on him, he has this all planned out. He wants us to trust him. He wants us to let him lead us. He doesn't want us to think we can do it all, to try to do it all. He doesn't want us to try to control things. He wants us truly to surrender and submit to him and walk out this journey in obedience. And I cannot even stress enough how much we cannot plan every single thing out and think we know what's going to happen. Even for my daughter, when she graduated high school, she went off to college and and we had seen God's hand in that. She didn't even want to go away to college. That was completely God intervening. But we prayed and prayed and prayed. Before we saw God intervene, 
what we did was we prayed, God lead her. We don't want this to be our will, but your will. And he led her to end up going to college. And then even then we thought we knew the plan. Oh, she's going to go away to this college and she's going to do these things. And she's going to, uh, you know, do this career and this and that. Well, guess what? His plans once again are far greater than ours ever could have been. She just left for college two years ago. So much has changed in those two years. She actually has left that college to pursue ministry, to pursue a different um, education online, and she's getting married in just two months. That is not our plan, but let me tell you, it is God's plan, and it is far greater than we ever could have asked or imagined. She's doing amazing things. She's marrying an amazing man. And life is good, you know? And she's learning and she's independent. And I will promise you, quote unquote, she is successful because I see that she's following after God. So all the years that I stressed in our homeschool that I wasn't doing enough, you know what I did? I focused on me. When I could have been praying and submitting and surrendering, but praise the Lord that he is gracious. And because I learned that lesson along the way and I stopped, you know, thinking that I controlled things and I truly surrendered, we're watching his plans unfold, which are far greater than our plans. And so homeschooler or not, I mean, that's a lesson for all of us, right? God knows every detail of our lives. He has it all planned out already. Our job is to submit and surrender and to live out the plans he has for us. Her plans that she's living out now, we're ne- we ne- there certainly were never in a lesson plan book. And they certainly weren't anything that we could have conjured up in our wildest imagination. And she is doing things that I never thought. And we're like, okay, God's plan was better. And so I'm getting ready to grad, uh, not graduate. I did just graduate my uh, oldest son, my second oldest now. And he's actually leaving. By the time you guys listen to this, because I'm recording a little earlier than usual, we will be getting ready to take him for his schooling for this year. Now, he's not doing traditional college. He's going to a one-year gap program, a Christian gap program where he's going to do experience learning and traveling and serving in the community. And we're super excited. Um, And so it's hard, though. It's a it's hard. But again, looking back, I have two that have graduated now. If you want to keep it simple in your homeschool, I'm going to tell you this one right now. Stop stressing about the curriculum. Because I did the same thing you're all doing. I had all the curriculum catalogs, all the curriculum reviews. And in the end, God is going to work no matter what curriculum you choose. Spend those hours that you will spend comparing curriculum and reading reviews and, you know, researching. Spend those hours in prayer. I promise you that that will be a lot more fruitful than trying to figure out everything in your own strength. And I'm not saying you shouldn't research and I'm not saying you shouldn't be diligent and you shouldn't choose curriculum that works for your child. What I'm saying is let's not get all wrapped up in it, right? We get so wrapped up in thinking the curriculum is the be all end all. No, God's plan is the be all end all. And so research, 
pick something and move on. So I work with a lot of homeschool consulting clients, especially lately. A lot of you have reached out to me and I absolutely love, love, love doing homeschool consulting. And I've worked with a lot of folks lately in helping them choose curriculum. And I'm like, look, you got to just choose, right? <laughs> I'll be that voice to help you to the voice of reason. Um, because we can just you know, choose something and then we second guess and then we end up changing. Um, the curriculum that is available to us these days is so good. All of it is so good. Um, I promise you, you're not going to ruin your children. I had looked back on my journey now, There, were, the amount of time I really thought that I ruined my children. And I see that they're walking with the Lord. And again, it's about discipleship. Those are the most important things, you know, and, and teaching them to follow God. Uh, let's not teach them that we put our security in curriculum and we put our security in career and we put our security in achievement and we put our security in a planner. Let's teach them that we put our security in the Lord and in his plan for our life. Let's teach them how to hear God's voice especially above our own voice, right? I was going to say above all the noise of this world because this world is very noisy and there is so much information overload, especially in the homeschool community, but sometimes even our own voice. And like I said, the expectation in your head. So teach them how to hear his voice even above their own voice and especially above all the noise of this world. Teach them, you know, what it looks like to walk with the Lord. The number one thing that you can teach your child during their homeschool uh, time, or just if you're not a homeschooler, just the number one thing anyone could teach their children is to follow God first, to seek God first in all they do. Because if they can do that, then everything falls into place. Think of Matthew 6.33, which is my life verse, my homeschool verse, and my ministry verse. verse. Seek him first right? Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And then what does it say? All of these things will be given unto you. God knows what we need and he will provide it for us if we follow him first and make him our number one first priority in our lives. If you want to keep it simple in your homeschool, make the Bible center to your homeschool because then everything you do is an outflow of your relationship with the Lord. When you're filled up with the biblical wisdom, then you're able to discern. You're being transformed by the Spirit and all of the decisions you make. Your attitudes, your actions, your behavior, every single thing in your life will be an outflow of your relationship with the Lord. And by reading His Word and making it a priority together as a family, and I don't mean reading it like, okay, guys, we have to sit down and read our Bible, check, it's done. I mean like letting it transform you, like, you know, meditating on it, praying, you know, teaching it, studying it. And that is another very important thing that you can do. Do not open a book in your homeschool day until you have opened the Bible. Whether it's individually in the morning, your kids, you know, read the Bible individually if they're older or as a family to begin your day in the right frame of mind, so important. So those things are so important if you want to keep it simple in your home school. You know, when I talk about keeping it simple, it has very little to do with the actual homeschool stuff, right? And that's another way. If you want to keep it simple, don't buy all the bells and whistles stuff. When my kids were little, I thought, oh, I must need like, you know, 
10 world maps and, you know, all the educational games. You really don't need that much stuff to homeschool. It just stresses you out in the end. But if you really want to keep it simple, it's all about that mindset of Matthew 6, 33, seeking him first and letting him lead you in all things. So many homeschooling parents and families get so caught up in all of the the things of this world. And we have to remember to teach our kids that we don't live for the things of this world. We live for the things of God, the spiritual, the eternal, right? You must keep that eternal perspective in mind. When my daughter graduated again, like I said, in the rear view mirror, all of a sudden I realized all the times I worried, all the times I stressed, those were not the things that mattered as she walked off onto that college campus away from us. She walked off with a secure, um, a secure vision of who she was in Christ. She walked off with a secure vision of who she was in our family. She knows she is loved. She knows she had all the memories of we, you know, of our family together. She walked off with those things, not, oh, mommy cho- chose that really great science curriculum in third grade. Oh, mommy, you know, had us make the Egyptian pyramid out of sugar cubes in second grade. I mean, yes, I really did all those crazy things. And I know it's fun when they're little to do all those crazy things. I'm not saying, like, don't do it. I'm just saying, don't stress out about it if you don't do it. (laughs) Because they really won't remember later on. I can't tell you how many times I say to my kids, remember when we did blah, blah, blah in our homeschool? And they're like, no, don't remember it. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. All the time and energy I spent. And they're like, don't remember it, mom. But you know what they remember? The times we spent on the couch reading books, but just being together. The little inside jokes we had as a family. All the little, you know, crazy things we did together as a family. Those are the things that will stick with them. They'll remember how they felt in your home and in your family. So much more than, you know, the math book you gave them in fifth grade. And so, yes it's important to you know have academics um you know secure so that you if you if your child is going to college you know that might not be the end game but no matter what you want to provide for them a good education a solid education but most importantly you want to instill in them biblical wisdom because really your kids will be learning their entire life like i told my son when he graduated this year your education is just beginning It's not like, oh, you know, we've taught them everything they need to know. I am 46 years old and I am still learning every single day. In fact, I've learned more in the last 20 years of my life than in the first 20. So let's not forget that if we teach them how to learn and we give them biblical discernment, they will be set no matter what curriculum you chose. I think we put way too much emphasis on, you know, teaching them everything they need to know in those first 12 years when they're going to have an entire lifetime to continue learning and most importantly, to uh, walk in biblical wisdom. We want to teach them wisdom and discernment. And then everything else falls into place. All of the other knowledge of this world will then, you know, uh, be filled in. But biblical wisdom is so important first. Teaching them to follow God, to discern, to listen to his voice above everything else. So keeping it simple in your homeschool. 
means you don't need all the bells and whistles. You really don't need, people think, oh, you know, it's so sad. I saw something recently that said, um, they were talking on a Facebook uh, post that I saw um, in my state, in fact. You know, a lot of people want to homeschool because they don't uh, agree with all different things going on in the schools at this time. And I saw the saddest thing. A lot of people were like, I would love to homeschool, but I don't have $1,500. And I was like, where do they get this money? Like idea that it costs $1,500. Or they were like, I'd love to homeschool, but I can't afford to, um, you know, buy the curriculum or I can't afford, you know, how much it costs. It doesn't have to cost hardly anything. I mean, of course, you if you have the money and you want to spend on certain curriculum or whatever, but at the end of the day, if you want to homeschool, you can absolutely homeschool for free, especially nowadays. So keep it simple. Don't think you need to spend thousands or hundreds of dollars on homeschooling curriculum. If God calls you to homeschool, just like anything in life that he calls you to, if he calls you to do it, he will equip you to do it. I had no idea when I started out homeschooling the plan that he would have for our lives. Just like I said, my daughter two years ago when she went off to college, we had no idea how he was going to work through that, you know, uh, experience. I had no idea when I chose to homeschool my children, it would change our life, not only our family, but for me, it gave me, you know, a ministry. It was birthed out of a little homeschool blog that I started early on in the early years. And so, you know, you just never know what God has in store. So you want to look at the big picture, but you don't want to think you have it figured out. Like you want to have goals to work towards, but you have to be truly um, open and understanding that the Lord is going to determine your steps, right? You may make the plans, but the Lord determines your steps. And so keeping it simple in your homeschool is literally about following God putting him first. That's it. That's my number one tip, right? And then teaching your children to do the same. You don't need all the bells and whistles. Do not put your security in a system or in a planner or in an organizational method or in a curriculum. Your security is in Christ and your security is in God, that he is not going to call you here for you to fail. I remember when my daughter was in her senior year, I spent many a nights awake, tossing and turning and fretting because I thought I had ruined her and she was not going to be equipped for life. <laughs> and I can't tell you how wrong I was. I think homeschooling more than equips kids for life because, like I said before at the beginning, they're living in the real world every single day. Like, don't underestimate. Here's another thing if you want to keep it simple. Don't underestimate how much real life is actually teaching your kids. In fact, it's most likely teaching them more than any curriculum. Because I've asked my kids many times, don't you remember when we learned that blah, blah, blah back in, you know, third grade? And they're like, no. But they remember the things that they experienced. The year that we moved, you know, they were young, I guess, like elementary, middle school age. And they were a part of it because they were homeschooled. They saw everything from, you know, going to the houses and then, you know, doing uh, mortgages and attorney review and inspections. They learned those things, things that I didn't learn till I was an adult, you know, because they got to experience it. You know, just the daily life, my husband having his own business, me having a ministry, you know, just and just daily, normal, mundane life things, you know, how to keep the house and cook and budget and all of those things. Because they're not off for eight hours a day and then coming home and doing homework, they're a part of it. And so like when my daughter went off to college, one of the things I wasn't really expecting, but it was a pleasant surprise was to see how really independent she is. 
because she was able, in fact, I sometimes I say to her, honey, you're more mature than I am at 46. Um, because, you know, she really was able to put into practice all of the life skills that she had learned along the way. So never underestimate how much real life is teaching your children. Uh, there, There's just so much. And you're preparing them for life. You're preparing them to you know, live life. Yes, there's a certain amount of preparation in math and writing and reading, right? But you're really preparing them above and beyond all that, how to live out there in the real world. And the real world today is tough. And if you're not teaching them, you know, how to listen to that voice from God and how to have biblical wisdom, it's going to be very difficult for them. So when they're home, you have this entire opportunity to really disciple your children. And that's a huge part of homeschooling. So if you want to keep it simple, let's just recap. Don't put your security in the stuff. Uh, you are, um, uh, you know, not putting your security in the curriculum and the planner and all that stuff. You don't need a lot of bells and whistles. And most importantly, seek him first and teach your children to do the same. That is the most important life skill you would teach your child. I could really talk about simple uh simplifying homeschool all day long. In fact, I have an entire e-course about this called Simplify Your Homeschool, which is really like a spiritual tune-up. It's, it's It goes over schedules and choosing curriculum and stuff like that, but it is really like a spiritual tune-up for you to help you focus. So if you want to hear more of this, I will also link that in the show notes that um, that e-course is available. It's a four-part video series. Um, and also, if you are interested in a homeschool consulting appointment, I do have a few openings. I've been very busy busy lately with clients, but I do have some openings, especially through September. If you need somebody to kind of walk alongside you as you begin this journey or this year, this school year, um, I'm happy to get you in the appointment book. And I will, right now we're having a sale, actually $10 off a consulting appointment, or you can choose a free book of your choice of mine, um, The Simple Homeschool Journey, Real Homeschool and Called Home. You can choose one of those books or you could take the $10 off. I will link that as well in the show notes or if any of this stuff interests you and you don't want to go to the show notes just uh email me karen at simplylivingforhim.com i will answer any of your questions get you set up for an appointment or um, the e-courses etc my books are all available on amazon if you are interested in checking those out um, and i just i really want to encourage you guys today simplify your homeschool the years go so fast i know it's cliche i hate that i say that but it is so true like, I, I can't even tell you. You blink and it's over. And when it's over, you realize what really mattered most. And it's really not the things that you're probably stressing about right now. So if this encouraged you, share this podcast with a friend, especially someone who's homeschooling. I think these principles apply whether you're a homeschool family or not in, you know, in life. So pass it on and um, let me know what you think. Comment wherever you're seeing this. And I wish you so much happiness in your homeschool this year because homeschooling is just an amazing journey. It's filled with ups and downs, but there is such a joy that comes from following the Lord and following the call to homeschool. So thank you for listening to the podcast. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy.